with the young. All right, well, you're still on In Tune here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader, Amna Lady Moleo, bringing you youth stories on this Christmas Eve. And I'm glad we saved this story for Christmas because I met I met Megan Varna about maybe two months ago now. Was it two months now? Yes, I think it was. Yeah, oh, a month ago. Or a month ago. Yes. Right? And I'd interviewed her parents. And then right after the interview, I then, you know, strike up a discussion with Megan. And she tells me she's written a book. Now, Megan is... 15 years old. 15 years old. She wrote this book when she was 13 years old. It's called It's Up to Me, Seven Ways to Make a Difference. And um, I just, I loved the idea of a 13-year-old who thought it was important to write about making a difference. Welcome to In Tune. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too. (laughs) So, So how was it that at 13 you thought, not only am I going to write a book, but it's, it's, it's going to be about making a real difference. Well, my parents wrote their book, and I saw what a big difference that made. Yeah. And I decided, well, I can also make a difference, but for me, I'm a young child, so it might be differently. So then I saw what a big difference that made at their first event. Yeah. And then uh, that evening when we were driving home, I said to my parents, Mom, Dad, I want to write a book. And they said, okay, that's fine. You can write a book, but you're going to do it by yourself. Yes. We will support you, but you're going to write your own book. You you're weren't, you weren't asking them to write it, to write it for you, were you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so then I got my book out within two months. And I got Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, to uh, write the uh, uh, forward uh, for me. Uh, <laughs> you, I mean, she just adds that in, right? She slides it in as if it's the easiest thing. Here's the South African 15-year-old girl talking about, oh, no, she wrote a book, number one. Right? And that's, oh, no, it's just another book. <laughs> and then Robert Kiyosaki, Kiyosaki wrote the foreword, and she also just slides it in like it's, it's just another thing. I want you to tell the story of how you actually got that to happen because, I mean, that's a story of, of, of serious determination, that one. Okay, well, me and my dad were driving in the car, and then he said, who do you want to write the forward for your book? And at that moment, we drove past a sign that said, Robert Kiyosaki is coming to South Africa. And I said, hmm, how about Robert Kiyosaki? And my parents thought I was crazy. I would have thought you were crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And then we went to an event, and at that event, I won tickets to see Robert Kiyosaki live. Is that the same day? No. Okay, no. so this is a separate day you go to an, another event and yes. you win tickets. Okay. Yes. And okay. like if you go early, you get a lucky draw ticket and then mine was the winning ticket. Okay. So then... You're a step closer <laughs> to Robert Kiyosaki. <laughs> so I went, won the Robert Kiyosaki story. Uh, well, uh, event. Tickets, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and then... Uh, I went to him and I said, Hi, Robert, my name is Megan Werner. I'm 13 years old and I wrote this book. I was wondering if you'd please go through it and if you think it's good enough, would you write the forward for me? So he looked at the cover, page to the book, and looked at me and said, I'd be honored to. Oh. <laughs> and then he was still on holiday, but two weeks later we got the forward from Robert. Are you serious? serious. What, does that, what does that feel like? I mean, you're 13 years old. You've... Number one, and, and that's why I, I, I punt the fact that you've written a book, because it's a big deal, Megan. It's a really big deal that at 13 you can consider yourself an author. And then you, you, you say that to Robert Kiyosaki, and two weeks later you get, you get your foreword from him. 
What does that feel like? Tell me, you, did you not freak out? Well, it, it feels like I'm still in a dream and I'm about to wake up <laughs> and this dream just never ends. But, yeah. I mean, reach for the star, oh, reach for the moon and you might fall in between the stars. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think that, yeah, if you have a goal that you want and you write it down and you be specific about that goal, uh, you will... Uh, then, like, achieve it. Be specific about the goal that you want to achieve. Yes. And that's the thing, right, is especially in, in, in this generation, because we're so young, um, at 15, you ask any old any 15-year-old, what do you want to do with your life? And they'll say, yeah, no, I want to be in the media, you know? <laughs> I want a DJ. <laughs> yeah, you want a DJ. But, but what do you be specific? What is it exactly that you want? And that's important um, because that's why you end up with young people that miss their mark. Don't you agree? Yes, I do. Like yeah. I have how I do my goals. If I, is I have a short term goal, a medium term goal, and then a long term goal. Like I just achieved my short term goal, and that was to have my own radio show oh yes and then now i have my own radio show Sam um, marshall's radio show. yes yeah. brand love and it's called the megan Werner show Brandy. and then i speak of many different things and then my medium term goal is to be on the ellen show within five years at least so i, I really like so ellen talking about <laughs> ellen degeneres hey that's 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 what you're talking. We're talking. Yes, about. I am talking about. I'm Ellen such a fan of hers as well. So am I. Yeah. I mean, she just makes such a big difference. She's yeah. so positive, yeah. and she's one of my role models as well. And then my long-term goal is to become Miss Universe of 2025. So yeah. Miss Universe 2025. Wait, you're so 2025. How many years is that from now? That's eight years. Eight from years. Yeah, eight years from now. So you'll be 23. Yeah, okay. 23, 24 roundabout. Oh my gosh, I think I'll be 50 then. <laughs> I'm convinced I might be 50. <laughs> that's I'm, no, I'm joking. But that, that's, those are fabulous goals. And I have all confidence in the fact that you're going to achieve every single one of them. I want to look at these the, the seven ways that you, that you put down in the book as ways that we can all make a difference. Because here we are, it's Christmas Day, we're told the spirit of Christmas is to give, right? Yes. And then we've got the new year coming around and um, we want to do more than just set goals for ourselves in the next year, but we want to make a difference. What are some of those seven things that you, that you think we should all really be aware of? I think giving is a very um, thing that everybody like needs to know about is like the feeling that you get when you give. It's so important and it's good because as you give, so should you get. So um, if you give positive things, you're going to get positive sure. things back. But you mustn't give to get back. Mm. You must give out of the goodness of your heart and not to uh, expect back. Yeah. So I think that's also very important. And then also for the New Year's, everybody says, okay, I want to do this, do you want to do that, want to do that. But then they never really get to it. Mm -hmm. So what I do to be specific about it is I write it down and I make sure that it's somewhere where I keep seeing it so that it reminds me I have to complete this goal before the year ends. Yeah. So... And it might be big goals, but, I mean, you eat a big elephant one bite at a time. So, <laughs> I, like, I like how you have a chapter in here. Chapter three, feel the fear, do it anyway. Yeah, I also like that uh, yeah. chapter. <laughs> I like that. 
Yeah. Unpack that a little bit for someone who says, no, but I'm scared. What do you mean do it anyway? Well, there's this little voice in your head and it's like your subconscious, which is trying to keep you safe. And out of many years of experience, you like tell him what you say or see and feel. And then after many years, he, he knows what is safe and what is not. Yeah. And then often when you try new things, you see, well, this might be unsafe. I've heard this and I've heard that, but you haven't experienced it for yourself. Yeah. So how would you know? So what I always say is get out of your comfort zone and just do it because you'll never know if you don't try it. Yeah. So they say growth is outside your, your comfort, comfort zone. zone. That's where it is. Exactly. <laughs> You're not going to find it sitting on the couch. Magic is going to happen outside of your comfort zone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Oh, oh. Now, you see, there's a few of us that are listening and um, maybe 2016 was when you, you finished grade seven. So next year you're going to high school and you have, you know, somewhat of a clean yes. slate, right? And to choose your friends and to choose the right kinds of friends. But that's an important one because we want to choose the cool friends. Yes, want to choose the this is my friends. chance to be popular this now. This is my chance to be popular. I'm going but to high say, school. But you say, choose your friends, show me your friends, and I'll tell you who you are. Well, I think, especially with high school, everybody thinks, oh, this is my new start. And I, but if you, in high school, are not yourself and you're pretending, people will see you are fake, and then nobody would like to be friends with you. Mm. So if you are just yourself, it's not about all being popular. I mean, it's just finding those right friends, and that's what really matters. Yeah. Because sometimes the being the popular isn't always the best thing because they are the ones getting peer pressured into doing everything, true. smoking, drinking, true. all those bad things. So if you just have some true friends and be yourself, then yeah. it's going to be way easier for you. Yeah. And I think it's not only for high school, but also in life, is to stop pretending someone just always be yourself because that's when the light shines within you. Mm. <laughs> always be yourself. Um, and when you when, when you grow up, you start to see the importance of choosing your friends correctly. Yes. Because if you've never learned how to do it when you were quite young, you never quite get a grasp of it when you're older. Yeah. And then you end up with people that either go into business with people they should not be going into business with because yes. they're not good judges of character. Um, you have people who make the worst life decisions. <laughs> Because they, they they don't have friends that are able to go, no, hold on, maybe rethink what you're about to do. Yes. Yeah. Very important. So choose your friends carefully. You have, my mother likes to say, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. And then I feel horrible. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I wish I could choose from my family. <laughs> but, but, but she does say to me that you do have the opportunity, though, to choose your friends. Yes. That's, and that's important. And that's something you need to use. You need to use that. Um, you're a communicator. Yes, I think you're a communicator. You and I have that thing in common. We're, we're communicators. What do you think is your responsibility as a communicator? As someone who now has a radio show, you're an author, you, 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 you have a real voice, you know, you have real impact. You've got Robert Kiyosaki, stand up and listen. What is your responsibility? What do you feel about Well, I think it's very important to make a difference and 
like share your opinion, but not to hurt people. Yes. If you've got a strong opinion about something, let it be your opinion, and don't hurt other people's feelings about that because it's not necessarily your same culture, or they don't believe the mm. same as what you do. So don't force something that isn't supposed to be. And just making a difference and having fun is also very important yeah. because you've only got one life. So if you're going to have a miserable life, it's not going to be worth a while. But if mm. you have fun and you laugh, then that's worth a while. Yeah. Have fun within certain bounds, though. Yes. Right? Yes. And, 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 and that's a lesson that you are right now are going through at 15 You've got all sorts of temptations already in high school. Already. So you started seeing maybe there's one or two girls or boys that are smoking at school. You started seeing them. Um, you've seen the ones that are misbehaving. Yes. What, do, what, is, what is it that, that has helped you stay on track? Is it, is it your parents? And yes. if it is your parents, don't say just because they're standing right here. <laughs> no. But, but if it is your parents, what is it about them? Because now there's a mom and dad who is listening and says, wants to know, okay, wait, now, how do I ensure that I give my, my son or daughter the kind of support that they need to be as confident as you are? Well, what my parents like tell me almost every day, me and my sister know it now, like, uh, yeah, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. My mom and my dad always tell us, you're free to choose, but you're not free from your consequences. Ah. So you can do whatever you want to because you're free from your choice, but mm. you're not free from your consequences. And you know what's wrong and right. And if you know this is the wrong thing to do, why on earth will you still carry on to do it? Because if it's to be, um, have cooler friends or something, it's definitely the wrong thing. And I yeah. think that's the thing that bugs me the most is when I know it's wrong and then I just, I want to try it, but I know it's wrong. And then my mom's voice comes in and she says, Megan, you're free to choose, but you're not free from your consequences. And I don't know what the consequences mm. is going to be. But you're not trying to find <laughs> out. Yes, let the other people make those mistakes and yeah. learn from their mistakes. Yeah. You're free to choose, but you're not free from your consequences. Yes. <laughs> we should cut that. Stanza, we're going to cut that and make it like a, like, a, like a little sting. We need to play that as often as possible, right? So young yes. people can <laughs> learn that lesson. Young people need to learn that lesson. So at the, at, at the end of this book, now I take the book home and I'm 14 years old and I want to hear from the wisdom of a 13-year-old. What do you want me to take from it at the end of it all? I mean, there are many different lessons in the book. Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you this is what you have to learn and if you don't learn it, then blah, blah, blah. Whatever is your message, you can take it home. I mean, if someone reads the book, they will get a certain message out of it. But when someone else reads the book, they'll yeah. get a different message out of it. So, I mean, just read the book. And if you want to get the book, you can get it on my webpage, www.meganwerner.co.za, and we will order it. And, of course, I will sign it for you. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, there are, I think there are many different life lessons that I, I get Quite often I get when I do public speaking, people yeah. ask me, well, what am I going to learn from a 14-year-old? 
And I think many times in life, we just need to see things from a different perspective. Because often we are so stuck in a situation. If someone else from an other angle could say, hey, but how about you just do this? Then it can make the problem so much better. So I think that... Uh, I see things from a different perspective, mm. and that's also why you can learn things differently. Also, the, the, the older we get, the more jaded we are um, in our, our, our perspective of the world. So we're jaded by the fact that perhaps you've been through a little bit more, you've had to struggle through a little bit more, and you, you look at the world from not-so-fresh eyes. Maybe there's some yes. anger, there's some <laughs> sadness, you know. Um, but when you hear it from someone whose perspective has not been touched by all of those things as yet, you're able to go, yes, I forgot that that's what it looks like. (laughs) And especially from a child, because when you're young, you're so innocent. I mean, there's no fear and you just live a free life. But as you get older, you get more baggage together. Can I say that? That drags you down. And that I think it's important to get rid of that so that you can get that young innocence back again. That optimism, that hunger for life. And that positive sea of everything. Listen, there's a chapter in here about social media. Yes. Chap- you actually you actually got your sister to write <laughs> yes. to write that one. Yes, my sister Cindy, she wrote chapter seven social media. So that's just like the um the do's and don'ts basically of social media because there are quite funny stories of what she's done. Please share with us just one of them. Okay, of this one. Uh it's called Snapchat. It's uh, most of people know what Snapchat yeah. is, but like you take a photo or a video of yourself and then you can either send it to a friend and then nobody see that bit that friend you send it to or you can put it on my story where everybody that follows you on Snapchat can see it. Yeah. And then my sister made this funny video of her and her friend and she was pulling these funny faces and things like that. And it was an inside joke and they they'd make these ugliest faces ever. And then her phone slipped out of her hand and it fell on her foot. And then when she picked her phone up it had, again... It had, put it, it had put it on my story. Yes. Oh. <laughs> then her friend phoned her in spontaneous laughter and said that she'd post it on her story. And then uh, my sister <laughs> was in such a panic. So she unstalled it and it was still there for 24 hours. Yeah. So she tried to reinstall it and then she couldn't remember her password. Oh. So <laughs> And another thing that she did was there was this, her and her best friend had this one song. And it was, I don't know which song it was, but uh, what I've heard from it is it wasn't that nice. (laughs) So she sent it to her best friend because they've heard it such a long time ago and things like that. And then when she saw again, she put it on the prefect group where oh. all the teachers Oh my goodness, are you serious? All the teachers, all the head girls, all the prefects, everybody was on that group and she sent it to that group. Yeah. Again my sister panicked and she left the group making her oh. look even worse. Oh. So yeah, my sister has quite a few experience with the social yeah. media. But we need to be, and this is especially now that it's the festive season, we're all going to be taking all sorts of videos and photos and um, you're going to be posting onto all the social networks. <clears throat> and it's important to remember that whatever it is that you're going to post is going to stick with you 
forever. Mm. So because if be you careful. delete it off your off your timeline, it's not off the internet. It can always be found. Nothing yes. can be taken down on the internet. Exactly. So yeah, that's always why I think. Are you sure you want to post this? Yeah. Will yes. the forty-year-old <laughs> you like that post because it's going yes. to be there forever? Yes. Yeah. When you when you're applying for that big job, are you going to like that it's there? Yeah. Because it's there forever. So next year. In March, you do, you're going to Russia? Yes, I am doing a Russian tour. I'm very excited. I'm going to six countries and ten cities, mm-hmm. and I'll be away for about a month. So I'm very excited, but I am still looking for sponsors. So if there's anyone out there, um, I'm looking for sponsors. So you can just go or email me at megan at meganwerner.ca.za or go to my webpage, which is www.meganwerner.ca.za. Okay. So my book has been translated into Russian and I'm going to be Are you speaking. Serious? I'm dead serious. It's been translated into Russian and Afrikaans. So... I'm very excited, so I'm going to sell my Russian book in Russia. And, yes. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Okay, so if, 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 we, if, you, if we're looking to fund your trip, all we do is email megan at meganwerner.com. .co.za? right? And Werner, W-E-R-N-E-R, Megan Werner. W-E-R-N-E-R and Megan Werner.co.today is her webpage. Uh, follow her work. She's doing a phenomenal job and um, a young ambassador, I'd say, of South Thank Africa you. already. And I'm also now, now starting a new book. Okay. I'm just getting a few ideas together and then I'll be publishing my next book. So okay. expect And then you'll come back and let us know. Uh, of course, I will. Okay, and then and then to get our hands on, it's up to me. Seven ways to make a difference by Megan Werner. Um, we email you as well. Oh, you can go to my webpage. There is a a place where you can buy it on my webpage. Okay, great. Plans for tomorrow, Christmas Day. Um, just spending time with my family because they're the most important. And I mean, you never know when your time is running up. So enjoy Christmas, laugh a lot because this might be your last Christmas and you might not know it. So enjoy it as much as you can. Absolutely. Give it to family. Give that time to family. Share some love and laughter. Megan, thank you so much. Thank you. It was so lovely being here. It was always, always a pleasure speaking to you, Megan uh, Werner. She's the author of It's Up To Me, Seven Ways To Make A Difference. You're on In Tune here on SAFM.